0: Welcome back to Anything is Doable. This is a special edition. This is a workout edition. And my special guest today, he needs no introduction. He is a Super Bowl champion. you last last right, last year, Kansas City Super Bowl champion, newly free agent signing for the Miami Dolphins, Emmanuel Agbo. Welcome to the man cave, even though we outside. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Appreciate you having me. Of course, man. Let's go back a little bit. Last year, you were on Kansas City. You were having a great year, had the injury. But what did you learn from the Kansas City Chiefs last year through that run? That you can take to the miami dolphins this year oh the culture is different you know when you walk in you know they're winners so it's like everything just works perfectly coach reed he knew the plan he knew what he had to take to get there so i mean it was just it was just smooth man it's like the culture like i said the culture was just different it's a vibe you can tell let's talk about the injury you toilet pack you seem like you're all the way back talk about that where are you in your progression are you all the way back how's rehab going Oh yeah, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I'm full going now. Um, it's definitely a blessing, you know. It definitely sucked tearing my, uh, my pec, but it's all good. You know, everything happens for a reason. That's how I like to look at it. But I'm back, healthy, strong, and ready to go now. Yeah, I mean, it has to be a motivating factor. I mean, you were on that Super Bowl team that made the run. I think it was about, what, eight, wait, week 8 to 10 or something like yes, that. Man. You told your pec at a five-and-a-half sacks. You're playing at a high level. Is that added motivation going into this year? Oh, yeah, because it showed me that I know what I can do. I know what I bring to the table, and I'm just ready to go out there and just give the Miami Dolphins all I got this year, too. Yeah. Speaking of the Miami Dolphins, what made you choose them in free agency compared to everybody else while you were going through free agency? Oh, uh, it's just I like Coach Flores. You know, he wanted me, you know, um, you know, talking to other teams. You know, Miami Dolphins is the team that was mostly interested in me, and they like what I bring to the table, like I said. So I'm just ready to out there and ball yeah i think the dolphins have done a great job in this offseason. not only during the free agency period but during the draft you got the quarterback of the future into it you got an offensive tackle and awesome jackson for the future you sign guys like you you got to sign guys like Shaq, you got to sign guys like eric flowers guys whose names might not be like super out there but guys that work hard to bring a lot of energy to the table he brings in uh, van noy from new england i think the miami dolphins are brewing a lot a lot of people have already go ahead and solidified buffalo bills As, you know, the AFC East champion since Tom Brady has departed, what do you say to us that people that don't really believe in the Miami Dolphins this year? Don't worry. We like our work through the talk. So (laughs) I ain't going to say nothing else. No added pressure, nothing like, y'all better watch out for us because we're coming this year. I really do like what you guys are doing. You got Bobby McCain coming back from NJ. I think. Brian Floyd is, is really building a winner down there. I think Fitzpatrick will start the year. And I think Tua can sit back and learn from a guy like Fitz, a guy that's played a lot of years in this game. He was my teammate before. I'd go to the foxhole with that guy any, anywhere because he's going to – when the game's on the line, he's going to let it go. He doesn't play timid or anything, and you love to have a quarterback like that. Yeah. So let's talk about this coronavirus. You've been in the quarantine, and things are starting to lax in the U.S. What have you been doing to keep busy during this quarantine? i have uh, trying shoot, man. <laughs> i with trying shoot, you know, getting back yeah. right, doing good position work. Um, finalizing my skill, you know, cause I was off for a little bit. So I needed that D-line work and appreciate you for oh, Of course, this. man. We're gonna keep working and get. we're gonna get better out here. We're gonna keep working and keep sure. better. I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about what is going on in this country, the social injustice, the death of George Floyd was something that really struck the nation. And it's something that sucks to say, but it's been common in our nation. What do you think needs to change when it comes to social injustice or, or just police being held to a different accountability? I feel like, yeah, the police need to be accountable, you know, for their actions, just like the citizens of the United States. And I wouldn't say I just, I, I don't agree with the looting part, because it's not just us that's looted. Yeah. Biden I just an ulterior motive for people that are looting. Like, do this because of George Floyd. Don't do this because, you want to go get the designer purse, you know, 100%. Gucci shoes that you want. Like, I know I get that all oh, that is replaceable, but you know, remember why we're doing this. You know, that's, that's all I'm say. Remember why we're doing it. We're doing this because George Floyd. Exactly, and I and I would urge people to actually pay attention to who's actually starting the riot and looting and looting. As he alluded to, there's ulterior motives out there. There's there's political aspirations for for a lot of groups. They're sending the people. If you look at Minnesota, a lot of people that were arrested that first night, I think the governor said. 80 to 90% of them weren't even from the state or in that area. So pay close attention because a lot of people that are looting and uh, and rioting aren't people of color. And I'm saying that I'm not saying that there aren't people of color doing it because there definitely is, but there's definitely ulterior motives out there. So I would tell everybody to pay uh, close attention and form your own opinion. And I I agree with you 100%. The police need to be held to a a different accountability. I read a tweet the other day that was so pivotal and and so powerful. It said lawyers, I think, take eight years of school to finish to learn every law and, and pass the bar. But the police, when they go to police academy, only go for a couple of months. And I think there's a big disconnect there because how can you learn the law and make split second decisions if you've only been in, in academy for a, a couple months and you, you're fresh out of academy and you got to make these life-changing, life pivotal decisions. But yet a lawyer has to go into the courtroom and learn years of law books and know what, what is going on for them to defend or persecute somebody else. So I think there's a big disconnect there. I think the police are there to protect us as well and you know enforce the laws. But there's a disconnect there because they need to be held to a higher standard because they are there also to protect, not just to enforce the laws. So I would urge everybody, this is the time to organize, go out, vote. I'm not just talking about in the presidency. Go vote at the councilman uh, level. Go vote senators, governors. These are people that are going to be put in the office. If you want somebody that, if you think somebody is in office right now, that you really don't agree with that isn't like-minded like you try to find somebody that is somebody that's going to make effective change when it comes to social injustice and other issues that you take offense to this is the time right now to organize come together go out there and vote e-man let's talk about you off the field what does e-man like to do off the field uh see i'm kind of i'm a very low-key person you know i'm just a chill guy you know but uh i don't like playing college through the war zone i want <laughs> wars on hard you know you no know, i'm just Doing my thing, you know, playing Call of Duty, you know, watching movies, you know, just trying to buy my time doing the sport team. Yeah, I've been trying to get into to the Warzone, man. I, I'm more of a, a TDM guy, yeah. um, so it's been hard for that, that transferring over to Warzone. I played like maybe two games and. I just i'm just not into it i mean fifa's a big game for me too so that's another thing i've been doing besides you know training and doing the podcast and yeah. media and stuff so that's something i've really been catching up on FIFA's like soccer anybody knows me soccer is my favorite sport yeah people are like but you played in the NFL for 10 years yeah i love football but our favorite sport is soccer hands down. Right. i grew up playing that before i played football so like playing FIFA it's really about a little bit of joy back to my life it's, it's something i could do in the, the, the limited downtown that i have but, uh, you know, you're back down here in South Florida, you know, I know you trained here the last couple of years with the Dolphins. I mean, you don't want to get into the fishing, getting in the water, nothing like that? I actually never been fishing before. Yes, I know. Oh, we about to fix that. I know. I, I, know. I, know <laughs> I know. We about fishing. to fix that. I definitely want to go fishing. Uh, I like getting on boats, you mm-hmm. know, just, like Lowe's got a boat, you know, I get on, hop on with him sometimes. But, but uh, yeah, I just, I'm like I said, I'm chill. You know, I like to go top golf, mm-hmm. That's you know, when it opens up, you know. I don't know if it is yet, but. Let's talk about team, Oklahoma State. You know, um, it's a big year for you guys coming up. You know, everybody's already that Oklahoma is winning it. Whether what, what this be the third time in a row, so I know it's kind of soft to tell you. Third yeah, time got, in a row winning the Big, oh, winning the Big, big Twelve. 12 yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Coach Gundy, and them can do to change that over and in that that dominance by Oklahoma this year? Well, we got a good young quarterback. We got a good running back. Uh, we got good defense. Uh, we got we got good key pieces. I feel like this got to be the year. This mm-hmm. got to be the year for. It. For a good change, you know. Tired of hearing all oh, you win, yeah. <laughs> tired of hearing all oh, you win Big 12 championship. But this side I feel like this side here to win that. Okay, this is a perfect segue into the next session. I don't know if you've ever watched the podcast. You probably have, but I have a segment called Do's and Don'ts. Yeah. So I'll give you three statements. Right. And with each statement, you'll give me a do's or a don't. Yeah. When you say do's, you say why you agree with it and explain why. Okay. And if you say don't, you explain why you don't agree with it. So you right. ready for do's and don't? Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the first do's is Oklahoma State. We'll win the Big 12. It's a perfect segue this year and dethrone Oklahoma, Dude, And why is that? Because we got the right pieces, like I said. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shit, I feel like we we got the we got the right talent and we're ready to go. You know? Next statement: The Miami Dolphins will surprise everybody. And make a playoff run this year, dudes and those And I know it's kind of have to say dudes, yeah. but I want you to explain why. I stated some of the pieces you guys have added, yeah. but if you go into detail why you think the Miami Dolphins. If you do agree with it, <laughs> we'll make a playoff run this year. I uh, will say dudes because Coach Flores is buying the right people. You know, if you watch last year's film, they always fought. They always fought their, their asses off. You know, to stay in games and all that. And just bringing the right pieces in knock and knocking shit make a whole difference. But like I said, we let our work through the talking. Right, and on the side, I really respected what Coach. I don't know if you saw his statement while all this was going. I really respected what Coach uh, Flores really came out and said. It, it takes a big man, especially, uh, you know, being an ethnic uh, head coach in the NFL, one of only four ethnic head coaches in the NFL to come out and, and show support and, and show why change needs to happen in society. So, Brian Flores, I really do salute you for that. All right, ready for the last dude? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is a question that I asked one of my Nigerian friends the other day. His name is Chris Obanaya. I said, Jalaf rice is better than Caribbean rice. Dude, a dude. <laughs> Why is it dude, though?" Because I'm African and <laughs> I grew up eating jollof rice. But you're down here in Florida now. I know, that's <laughs> fine, that's fine. I had my mom ship some rice, had my mom make some rice. I know some African restaurants out here that I probably have to go toss them. Definitely. What, what makes the jollof rice so good? I don't know. I think it's, <sighs> I think. They just put blood, sweat, and tears into it. You know, it's yeah. just, I don't know, it's just something about the flavor. It just, and it's spicy too. It 100%. Just, just makes it wonderful. So, yeah. Well, E Man, I appreciate you stopping by with me in a man cave, even though we're outside. Um, to check out more of my podcast, go to anything Is visible on YouTube. Tell the people where they can find your social media, E Man. Oh, you can follow me at E Man Ogba at Instagram, Twitter, shoot, Facebook, I guess. I <laughs> guess. You know? Also, you can follow me uh, at Lee J Douzebo on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Appreciate you stopping by, man. We out of here.